Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today we're here to talk to you about a couple different finales. We have the Temptation Island finale, the Claim to Fame finale. We have a little bit of Project Runway to talk to you about. But first, we're going to talk to you about the challenge and we're going to talk to you about Big Brother. We have three episodes of the challenge to talk about. So we're just going to go ahead and get started there, dive right in with episode five. Well, I'm going to just go ahead and give mine then to um, my MVP for episode five is actually going to go to Tori. And I'm going to give it to, to Tori because she's the one who had the idea for um, the hat trick and it worked. I mean, everything happened exactly the way that it wanted it to. It kind of made it so that the vets uh, are like, now in control way more than they were because they were, like, at the bottom, and now this Operation Hat Trick, like, it helped ignite this, like, Big Brother versus Survivor thing that was, like, starting to kind of brew, and, um, so I'm gonna give my MVP to Tori. I'm gonna give an honorable mention to Cassidy because she won that elimination, um, and she did it like, pretty easily. I know Alyssa started to catch up at the end, and I'm really, I'm sad to see Alyssa go. Very, very sad to see Alyssa go. So, I am glad that she at least, like, gained momentum and started to catch up towards the end, um, but I thought that Cassidy really, um, had a good showing this elimination. She also, like, kind of made an enemy, um, with Wes there for a little bit, and so I think that, like, as far as the challenge game and, like, long-term, like, outside of this season, I think that, like, that gives her a story for, like, coming back. Um, so I, I'm going to give an honorable mention, um, MVP to Cassidy. And then um, I'm going to still give my LVP to Bananas. And this time I'm going to give it to Bananas because um, because he went against Operation Patrick. Now... When you listen to Corey on the um, Death Taxes and Bananas podcast, you find out that actually Tori is the only one who followed Operation Hattrick to the T and voted for the name that she was supposed to. But they all voted for, um, like, a random person. So that's why it kind of still worked. Um, and there was, like, one vote on so many different so many different people that episode. Um so, but I'm going to give it to Bananas because from the edit that we saw, it looks like he just, like, randomly voted for Fessy for no reason, which he did. Um, but it also looks like he's the only one that went against it. Um, he drew Tiffany's name, and him and Tiffany were getting very close in the house, and um, he didn't want to put a ball on Tiffany, so he put it on Fessy instead. I was actually okay with that, but um, my MVP was um, Cassidy because on I didn't even know I that's the only airtime she's she's had. Yeah, um, I didn't even really know who she was. She's kind of like what was the other Survivor player um, that hasn't gotten a lot of screen time? Yeah, she's barely gotten any screen time, but. Anyway, so 
yeah, so Cassie was my MVP, and then obviously for winning, and then Alyssa, um, even though she was good this season, she's my LVP for, and man, she got the short end of the stick on that one. Only one hopper ball, and she was yeah. the one to go into elimination. I mean, this boot order has been tragic as far as, like, entertainment is concerned. No more Amanda, no more Alyssa, no more Polly. Uh tragic okay well thank you everyone for bearing with us through episode five i have a quote for you and that is um uh chris from chris he at the very very beginning of the episode he says i was cracking up um he says it's monty versus it's him versus monty and tyler and Basically, like, Monty and Tyler are like, what you gonna do? And he's like, we rally the fucking troops, and we take those little bitches out. And, like, saying, like, cuss words to him on CBS, it, like, he, it was like he knew. It was, like, a conscious thing, but, like, he was, like, also, like, trying to be this, like, tough guy, kinda. I don't know. It was hilarious. It made me laugh. And he stumbled, stumbled through it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he, like, couldn't... I don't know. There's a difference between him saying little bitches and um and when on world worlds when amanda says it to josh and she's like um welcome to the challenge bitch and josh is like did you just call me a bitch it was like completely different energy no yeah he did not deliver that well at all no it was so funny but i had to give him my quote because i was just like dying laughing i thought it was he was trying he was trying I don't know if I had a quote that episode. So episode six, I have not watched, but I didn't watch it intentionally because you guys are going to ask me the trivia questions. But before you ask me the trivia questions, do you guys have MVPs and LVPs for this episode? Are there any quotes that stuck out to you? What are your thoughts on this episode before I make a fool of myself? <laughs> it's I gonna think, be hard, Christina, sorry, I just to pre-warn you. <laughs> They are hard. Most I of them. They, are. I thought they were. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad we didn't play this game with me. Um, because yes, I thought most of them were hard. And I only know what one of the questions is because Alan Aguirre tweeted about it, but I would have gotten it right anyway, so it doesn't matter. And I think me and Michelle had the same quote. Why? What's your quote? Mine was Michaela's. No, that's not mine. But it's you not. Go. Oh, you go, you go. Okay, so there was a question that asked, like, what what app gets deleted when you find your match? And the Kate, this ruins one of the questions. Do you know it, Christina? Uh-huh. Okay, well, it's oh, wait, Hinge. Wait, oh, Bumble, duh. No, Hinge. Oh, I did know that. Okay, yeah. But I mean, the, you have to, like, Nikayla. Like, guessed it and got it right and her her quote or commentary was like i know it's hinge because my app is not deleted somebody go find me a man okay yeah okay so i did know i i've had hinge before but it's not like it automatically gets deleted you still have to go in and delete it i think the question was what app slogan is designed to be deleted okay Oh, that, oh, see, I ruined the question. No, it's okay. Um, 
Yeah. So. That was a good I, I like that one too, Abby. But for some reason, what stuck in my head the whole time was go to hell, Dusty. Oh, Tiffany, yes. <laughs> it reminded me of uh, Brittany from Vanderpump Rules saying rotten hell, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny because tiffany has my quote for the next episode but um yeah that's a good one and then my i'm sure this goes without saying my mvp was wes and even though his actions were so cringy but um and then my lvp was dusty and i finally saw the light like (laughs) talk about going too hard and being too fake and going over the top and not executing it well was Dusty in this episode going off on Tiffany. I totally. It was totally. gross. Yeah. Um, and horrible TV. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like it. Listen, I could not stand the guy on Amazing Race. I think he had like, he was so over the top. It's just how you explained it. That's how he was on Amazing Race. Just very over the top. And cocky. And I don't know. Didn't like him. Um, my, so my MVP, I gave it to Tiffany cause she held on so long during the trivia when her whole team dropped. So, and I liked her this episode. Uh, and then my LVP, I also gave to Dusty for the reasons you said. When I saw that preview, I knew it was going to be everybody's LVP. Dusty? hmm Yeah. Well, I almost want to give it to... If Wes didn't win, I would have given it to Wes. Why? Oh, his whining and crying and everything. Oh, my God. It was exhausting. It it was a lot. Well, I haven't watched the episode, but... He basically was whining and crying that he's going to become a parent soon, so this is going to be his last season. Oh. He has at home, and... Wow, like literally crying and he's complaining yeah. to like Corey. I'm sorry. Corey had a child that was like in the ICU, had to have all these surgeries. Like, I'm sorry, I don't feel bad for you. So I don't know. He annoyed me. Um, yeah, I, I saw all of the the Twitter drama and all of the people that are talking and coming to Wes's defense or not coming to Wes's defense. And I saw the Challenge Mania thing yesterday where um, they're all saying how much they love Wes and chanting Wes at the Challenge Mania yesterday. And then it's but so why? funny. Who not- attacked? him why no one attacked him desi said he had a sob story it's true he did have a sob story. like why are people what what in defense of what abby did i miss something did someone attack him like so badly i don't get it i don't remember i think a couple of people did talk about him in their confessionals but honestly nothing sticks okay, out but so maybe I'm it's talking- just reality tv like You've been doing this for 20 years. People have talked about you in confessionals before. Listen, it all came down to, and there's, I have had my issues with Wes over the years, especially with, you know, the Devon situation and stuff like that. But I've stayed loyal to him. Y'all know I'm a big Wes fan because of like 20 years ago. I hated Johnny and Kenny and Evan so much. And that was such always team Wes. Um, but I don't know. He has this martyr 
mentality and I think he's still like butt hurt from the last time he was on I guess when people talked about like Anissa talked about him in a confessional remember and he's like I've helped her in real life and we're supposed to be good friends and apparently he thought people were doing that this season too I don't even know if he was just talking about this particular episode or it was other stuff that people said and he just decided to come out with it this episode because he had been targeted. I don't know why he does what he does. Even like in episode seven, there's like that Michaela West scene of her like being like, um, like, oh, are you going to move down to the dungeon now? And he's like, why would I move down to the dungeon? Like, what do you have against me? And it's like, he's trying to be like so politically correct in that like, conversation with her I know it's like jumping ahead a little bit but it's just like also kind of piggybacking off of what you guys are saying it seems like I don't know I mean he just he's done this so long he knows exactly how to portray portray himself in the ways that he wants to to like get the reaction that he wants and I just don't know what he's defending himself against. Like, no one said anything that bad. And then for his wife to be like, I used to be a fan of Survivor. But these, like, he, his wife made some, like, huge mm-hmm. inquiry about the women of Survivor and how they were attacking us. I'm like, all Desi said was that he's having a sob story. And it's true. Did so I ever listen to that Patreon? <clears throat> no, I didn't. <laughs> Did you? No, I didn't. I, I'm not his Patreon, so... I don't know. Apparently it's $25, so it's almost worth it to just see, like, why, what, what, I don't know, what is going on. Because I was confused, too, but I didn't watch the episode, but it seems like a lot of people are confused. I mean, they targeted Bananas three weeks ago, so I don't know what his problem is. You're a a champion vet. Like, do not think you're going to get targeted? Right. Yeah. And I don't it's know. Not, it's not like that's also the this retirement time. thing. It's just a joke. Like, okay, and like honestly, like Scott said it best, and like I kind of hate to say that, but Scott said it best. Ugh. And yeah, <laughs> but it's because he goes, it's it's kind of genius for him to say that he's retiring because there are two seasons that have already filmed that he's not going to be a part of for sure, a hundred percent. So by the time those seasons air. Then if he does choose to go back for 40, then he can be like, I took a few seasons off. I had time to think about it. I had time to reflect. I couldn't miss season 40 and like whatever, because he already knows there are two seasons he's not going to be a part of. So, um, yeah, I, I am, I am going to give Scott a little bit of credit for that one just because like, that's so true. That's exactly what he's doing. Exactly. Yeah, I I mean he's retired before. This is not the first time he said I'm not going to do the show anymore. So I that didn't phase me at all. At all. No. Um I do have a little bit of news that just a a, a text message that just came into me. It's not challenge related, but I'm just going to sidebar real quick here before yeah. um you guys nail me with some trivia. And I just got a text from one of my friends who sent me a podcast that I'm going to have to listen to because it is Conan O'Brien with Nikki Glacier. And it's titled, It's Really Hard to Contain the F-Boys. Oh. We're gearing up new season. Yeah. New season 
beginning of October, I think. Exciting. So I'm excited to listen to that. Um, okay. Now I've Tri- trivia long enough. Hit me with the questions. Yes. Abby, do you have the questions up? I have them up too. Yeah, I, I do. I okay. You want to alternate? I'll, I can do the first one and then we'll go from there. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. So, Christina, did you see the setup of trivia? They were on these glass panels. I saw, I, kind of, yeah. I seen, I saw, like, pictures on Twitter. Okay, so they're on the, each team's on their glass panel. And oh, then, and I did see the preview, or, like, the, the recap on episode seven. So, yes, I did see it, kind of. Okay, good. So, instead of being individual trivia, it was team trivia, and the glass panel tilted if you got it wrong. Okay. So, so everybody had their whole team to do this, and I'm it's just me solo right now. Okay, that's kind of hard, hon. But there's some you, you'll know, so that's okay. Great. Uh, so the first one t- question was to the red team, and the question was, Who directed the movie Jaws? I have no idea. I've never, I've never seen a Jaws movie. Well, say a famous director. Um, I don't know. Is it? A he, did e. he did. He did. He yes, did. You got it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. And the I know red he does, team, like dark stuff. So. Yeah, the red team got it right as well. Uh, Tiffany said Steven Spielberg, and then there was a funny confessional because Corey could not say his name. He kept saying Spielberg. Oh, that's funny. So he has to like step into the Nelson role a little bit here. I think what they did, yeah. <laughs> okay, side note, you need to watch Jaws. What's wrong with you? Um, okay, yeah. so I was like a very like sheltered child, man. Like seriously. Okay, so I like was not allowed to watch PG thirteen movies before I was thirteen. I was not allowed to watch rated R movies before I was seventeen. I was not allowed to watch MTV while I was in the house. So there are like a lot of things. That's why I've never watched Real World. Like there are a lot of things that I've never, I've never seen. Because then by the time it's like, oh, I want to watch this, there are like so many. Everybody's already seen it, so nobody watch, wants to watch it for me with me. So yeah. there's a ton of things that I haven't seen. But Brent is trying to help correct that. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's still a ton of stuff I haven't seen because I was very. My parents were super strict. Okay, well, the next one was the hinge one, and you may have gotten it right if I had worded it right. So I'll skip that. Um, in a game, okay, so this is the blue team's question. In a game of Texas Hold'em poker, which hand is stronger, a straight or a flush? A flush. Yeah. Tori said a straight, and it was wrong. I know that because of, um, uh, Shoot, uh, Parent Trap. Is that what it is? Yeah, Parent Trap. When they're ah. at the beginning and she's like, Royal Flush. Oh, that's funny. I love that movie. <laughs> Before she um, gets to, like dive naked or whatever because she lost. And they steal all of her clothes. Are you talking about the one with Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. I watched the original. I'm a lot older than you. <laughs> I've seen both. I like both. 
I have not seen that first call. Oh, I'm sorry. It's so the, blue, the blue team got it wrong. So they got the first one wrong. And I and that's why I'm going to say I feel like this was rigged because I feel like the blue team got a lot wrong, and they never fell. So just I just, was wondering that because, too. Okay, so supposedly it was because of their strategy and like, um, I guess like they had they like rolled up their their pants so that their skin was exposed to the glass because their skin would stick to the glass, but their clothes wouldn't. All right. I don't oh, know. Okay. I was wondering, so I'm like, did they even get one right? Because and... I did listen to, yeah, because I did listen to the official challenge podcast and I did listen to the challenge mania recap and that's kind of what was said. And I mm. did, and if, yeah, I think if I listened to the Corey episode too, I think that was four through six. So that would have been this one. All right. Well, I, I'm calling rigged, but okay. I'll take, I'll, I'll, that kind of quells my, uh, anger. So the next one was for the red team, and the question was how many sh- red stripes are on the American flag? Um, seven? Yes. Cool. And the red team got it right also. Yeah, because it's, well, I know that the stripes are for the, the 13 original colonies, and I just, it's just a matter of if it starts red or white, which I wasn't 100% sure of, but I thought it was red, so. Yes. Dang, I need to learn my U.S. history. Okay, the green team, whose face appears on the $100 bill? Thomas Jefferson? No. But that was my first thought, too. But I think he's, like, isn't he on the side? Or, I don't know. Well, I know um, it's not Washington. Washington. Um, my thought has been Franklin, but he wasn't... Well, that's a good thought, because that's right. I didn't think he was on any money. That's so funny. I don't know. But Monte get Monty guessed that and he did they got it right. Okay. And then the next one was blue team. Which state has the nickname the land of ten thousand lakes? Michigan. That's what the blue team said, but they were wrong. Really? Yes. Minnesota. Okay. I thought it was Michigan, too. Okay. Um, The red team, what team won Super Bowl 57? Fifty seven. How many years ago? Um, What Super Bowl are we on? Listen, you got to guess, Abby. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I was gonna do a hint. I know you want to help. I know. Is that the most recent Super Bowl? I don't think so. I couldn't even tell you that, Christine. I'm sorry. 
Okay, well, I know it's a recent one, and the Chiefs have been in a lot in the last few years, so I'm just going to go with the Chiefs. Okay. Um, Dusty said the Patriots, and that was wrong. And you have it right. Was it the last one? Who did they play? Does it say? Do, do you know? I have no idea. Let me Google it. Super Bowl. That was good. Good job. Well, I, I had a Chiefs fan, had a so I know they've been in, like, a lot. I just don't know, like, the, like, was it Super Bowl 50, 52, 57? I have no idea. If you if I had a year, yeah, it was Chiefs. Year, like, yeah, last that'd be year. different. Oh, it was the most recent? Okay. Uh-huh. See, okay, Michelle. A- uh... Uh, okay, the next one was green team, and it was a double eagle is how many strokes under par? <laughs> a double eagle? Um... Three? Yep, it's three. T- Tyler guessed two. Because if birdies one and eagle is yeah. two, a double eagle would have to be either three or four. Yep. I don't even golf. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, I, I had no clue. Okay, what the blue team's question is, what is the capital of Canada? Is it Toronto? No. Then I don't know. Uh, Ottawa. What is it? Ottawa. I would never guess that. Well, Tori yeah. guessed Montreal, which makes sense, like Toronto or Montreal. But um, Chris actually had said Ottawa, and Tori answered, was a spokesperson. And so he was pissed because he had, he knew it. Um. Oh, Michelle, your turn. Yep. All right. So the red team got, in what year did the American Civil War begin? I'm going to say, I don't know the answer to this. I'm going to say 1852. Okay, not bad. It was 1861. Okay. Their team said 1873. And they were wrong. And then Dusty fell after that. Okay, and then the green team was asked, who is the lead singer of the White Stripes? I have no idea. Paul Butler would be so disappointed with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea. I don't even have okay. a case. So it's um, <clears throat> like Jack you- White. Okay. And they got it wrong. They said David Tyler, who I don't know who the hell that even is. but I think Tyler said he was just making it up and using his name. <laughs> oh. No, not David Kyler. David Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm making her her something to eat and she's listening. Okay. Um, so after that one, pretty much the whole green team goes. Monty, Tyler, Wes, Michaela, and Alyssa's the only one still still holding on. Go, Alyssa, go. Yeah, she did good. Yeah, she did really good. I uh, love there are like these challenges, like trivia and stuff, where people who are more underestimated do better. Yeah, it's been like that for years. Remember Jenna? Love it. 
Yeah, Amanda, she's, I mean, if Amanda was still here, she would have killed this one. That yeah, she would She's light, too, and it, I feel like that was helping the girls. Uh, the next one was for the blue team, and it's JoJo, JoJo Siwa was found fame on what reality show? Dance Moms. Yep. I knew you would know that one. Yeah. Um, so they got it wrong. They said Dancing with the Stars. Well, she was on Dancing with the Stars, but not until long after. That's why her Dancing with the Stars run was, like, controversial, is because she got her start on another dance show. Exactly. So after that one, Fessy fell. Okay, and then this is a no-brainer. The Red Team's question for you. Um, Taylor Swift. This is the one launch. I saw. Okay, launch what concert tour in 2023? Uh, the Eras tour. <laughs> that you saw in person. Yeah, well, I saw, um, uh, yeah, I did see it in person. And I'm seeing the movie in October. I'm so excited. But, um... And on the, I'm seeing it on the IMAX theater too, so I'm super excited. But um, I saw Alan Aguirre had tweeted like Michelle's picture of her um, at the heiress tour when she like answered, like, and then her on the thing answering the question, like side by side. And oh. I think it was like such a missed opportunity. Like the challenge should have done that. They should have put her little picture up there. It would have been perfect. Missed opportunity. Oh, that's a good idea. They should have done that, especially because that was like between two seasons she was doing. I don't think she was home that long and she still managed to go. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, I guess, well, I mean, this filmed before 39, so she went in between this and 39, so she would have gone after, but with editing, they still could have thrown it up there. Yep. Um. Okay. The next one, okay, so after that, uh, Josh and Corey fell. I'm excited uh, to watch this episode. I'm gonna watch it after this, obviously, because I have to give my MVP LVP quote and stuff. But yeah, I'm getting excited to watch it. All these the people fail. Was... All right, go ahead, Abby. Okay, the green team was asked: the U.S. Constitution has how many amendments? Ten. 27. Okay. Alyssa guessed 10 and 12, so I was way off. Alyssa guessed 13, and she finally fell, so the green team is out. Yeah, completely out. Okay. Oh, God, this one. Okay. Uh, uh, Dota Decahedron has how many sides? That was uh, I don't know. Um... I think I know up to 10, so let's say 12. Yeah. How did you know that? Because I, I, I mean, I know that, uh, I know up to 10, like a 10 is a decagon. And so I just guessed a number after that. That was an even number. Oh my God. Okay. And this stuff is too, yeah. I'm so glad I didn't do this one. Okay. I didn't and know that. I just guessed. <laughs> I would have never. Okay. Well, the red team is idiots for this next one, though. Well, I should have said that. Hopefully you get it right. Um, 
<laughs> in which European country was William Shakespeare born? Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. No, please don't. I don't know. Think about where all his, like, stuff is based. Um... Okay, so I am either I like I'm just um, go for it. I'm gonna say Italy. Oh my oh. god, I'm on the red team. <laughs> That's what the oh, red team guess. <laughs> it's England. Okay. It's okay. You got you guess a whole lot that nobody yeah, right. you got a lot that I never would have got, Christina. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so Michelle, Chanel, and they both fall, and then Tiffany's holding on for the red team. I think she's the last one. Yep, she is. Uh, okay, then the next one is, what legendary guitarist is known for playing the guitar with his teeth? It's for the blue team. I don't know this either, but I'm going to say Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. yeah. Good guess. Oh, sorry, Michelle. That was your question. Oh, no, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> uh, the blue team guessed Van Halen. I'm sorry, what? The blue team guessed Eddie Van Halen. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, like, trying to think of people that, like, who could it be? And they guess a person, and it's right. Or... <laughs> well, your intuition is very on, um, on point. Okay, the red team was asked, what British band released the album of a rush of blood to the head? Oh, I have no idea. What? I don't know. Uh, I don't know, and neither did Tiffany. Do you want to take a guess? And I don't know. Is it the Beatles? Coldplay. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'd rather guess a British band that I know is British than a band that's not even British. So, so Tiffany falls. Yeah, true. I would. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the blue team wins. And Michelle put on the notes, "What a rigged sh shit comp." <laughs> that's funny. That's really funny. Because they got everything. They got almost everything wrong, and they're still up there. But I guess you said they had some secret strategy. So whatever. Okay. So. You did great, Christina. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Yay. All right. So done with episode six then. Um. So episode seven. MVP, LVP. Go, you go first. Go for it. Okay. So my MVP this episode um, was Wes. He um, switched teams to the, I guess we should also maybe mention episode six is that Wes went into elimination and won and switched over to um, the blue team. So I gave my MVP to Wes because um, he had a blue team when he kind of tried to make amends with Cassidy. Um, he um, really helped to orchestrate the Michaela elimination um, I thought that like, as far as turnarounds go, he had a really good turnaround from like the last few episodes to this episode. So I gave it to Wes. 
Mine was yeah. Michaela because I loved her and I liked when she said to TJ, like, I do I do all right without a partner because she got screwed in her last challenge. So um, that was actually my quote. Uh, she was a good one. Also, I picked Michaela too. I like how she was standing up for herself against everyone and that she won. I really liked her this episode. Um, those are, yeah, I can, I can see that, but I didn't give it to Michaela just because, like, the whole house was kind of against her and the plot was against her this episode, so it was hard for me to, to give her, um, an MVP, so that's why I went the other direction, but I can totally, totally see that. She was a, a key player this episode. Um, like I said, I gave my quote to Michaela for saying I can do a lot without a partner, um, because she literally said it and then they went to no partners and so I was like oh like we are we're like um reading TJ's mind here so um I gave her my quote for that did you guys have a quote this episode I did yeah me too Abby I wonder if we had the same one because didn't you say yours was Tiffany's yeah I had two of hers so I'm picking one of them okay I had Tiffany as well for a quote so you go ahead Okay, well, the one I didn't pick was when she goes, yay, blue wins again. Yay, go blue, assholes. <laughs> but the quote I went with is when she was calling them all out and Josh said, you know, was trying to stand up for himself. And she goes, she goes, you have so much energy. Get your ass in the sand. I love her. What was your quote, uh, uh, Michelle? Mine was during the elimination. It, I think it was from a confessional, actually. Um, she, well, she wasn't doing that great in the elimination, and then she finally gets one, and she said, I feel like oh. an actual player against LeBron James. I scored one on you, bitch. <laughs> that was great. God, she was good this episode. Yeah, that was really good. The, oh. there was a, there was a, I wanted to do her against Josh, too. I like that, too, but there were so many good ones. She did. She she really was. No, baby. She was. She was. I know she she lost, but she was definitely the entertainment star. star. Yeah. So I gave my LVP to Tyler and I gave it to Tyler because he mentioned multiple times about how he's a pawn and like all this. And like, I get the strategy behind it. I get he's a key player. Um, however, this is not Big Brother. There's no such thing as a pawn in the challenge. There is the hopper, and you could have gone in. So, I don't think it was a smart move. I think that he's playing the wrong game here, so I gave Tyler my LVP. So, mine was kind of on the same wavelength. I thought Tyler and Alyssa were both, but Alyssa was my LVP because she, yes, baby, she was going on about... She was so thankful. Thank the challenge gods that Tyler's name didn't get pulled and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you have a ball in the hopper too. I know. I totally, totally see that. So here she is again on another reality show, worried more about her showmance than herself. And I just don't vibe with that. I can see that. That's Um, a really good. That was another reason I gave Wes my MVP is for orchestrating that, that kiss. Look at me. Oh, yeah, that was funny. More drama. Yeah. Uh, I gave my 
uh, LVP to Josh because why are you fighting with all the women? Why are you making everything about yourself? You're turning into Tori. I don't like it. Tiffany did say that too. She's like, why do you make everything about you? I wasn't even singling you out. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I love that she puts them in their place. He's getting the Tory main character syndrome, and I'm not liking it. See, that's what we say. He's still Josh. Yep. Still has some old Josh in him. Moving on to, okay, I guess do either of you have any, like, last thoughts about the challenge before we move on to this week's of Big Brother? Uh, No. (laughs) So for the Big Brother, we, we have the pressure cooker. We start off with that. Cameron wins the um hoh who was your mvp and your lvp what did you think of this week this week had a lot a lot going on i'll let michelle go because i have not been following as well as good as she has but obviously cameron's my so y'all can talk about it more but cameron's my mvp for winning the pressure cooker and i just want to say one thing like he's my lvp he well, I didn't. Well, I I didn't watch it. I'm just kind of following along. On, I'm behind. Okay. Um, but I would. I didn't know what was going to happen. So just overall, I was really impressed with them because they they came through. With how long they lasted? With how long they lasted? Yeah. Yeah, I know. There was a good handful of them that lasted a long time. I really enjoyed it because I woke up. Friday morning and I put the feeds on and they were still standing there. I'm like, oh, this is great. So I got to see a lot of it live and watch a lot of them drop off um, Friday morning because it went to maybe about noon or so Eastern time Friday, maybe because I I remember I took Rhett to music class and then I came back and it was still going. So I got to see the end of it. Pretty good. I like that they... Well, I know you were looking forward to it, so... I, I went back and watched season five, which was like, it wasn't exactly pressure cooker, but on season five, they had these cardboard cutouts of themselves and they had to hold on to a button on the cardboard cutout of themselves and be on this platform. So it was like the first version of it. And that was super good. You should go back and watch it if you're bored. It was really good. Uh, it lasted a really long time too. And then I went back, back and watched season six, of course. So I really enjoyed it. Okay. So do you think this was rigged? In what sense? Um, so I saw, I can't remember the exact minutes, but like the amount of time that the pressure cooker was last time compared to this time, it's like minutes difference. It's basically 14 hours, both times. Do you think that there's a cutoff? Like America could have gone. She said that when she did the, the Mr. Beast one, she went for like 40 something hours, 40 something compared to 14. There's like a really big difference there. She obviously could have gone a lot longer. Um, is but if they went 46 hours then like there wouldn't be a next episode so that can't happen is this the longest that this this competition can go i didn't think watching it live i did not not once think this one was rigged i they all looked tired and exhausted people were like moving around and fidgeting and trying to reposition and they all started dropping off like around that like 12 13 14 hour mark I think that's just as long as someone maybe can stand and do that for I think when she did the Mr. Beast she just had to have her hands on the phone or something it wasn't like standing up in this position all that so I I didn't think it to be to find it to be rigged I think that was just like they were all breaking down 
it's a whole different ball game when you're having to stand your body mechanics. That's completely different. That's true too. And I think America made that deal with Cameron. I don't know if she really could have gone that much longer. I think she and Cameron were both kind of, they looked really uncomfortable. So maybe she made the deal with Cameron. She got herself safe. She got Corey safe. And she was like, okay, I've had enough. I don't know. If it's not rigged, then that's what it has to be. Unless yeah. like there was like some kind of something we didn't see that was like a warning, you know? But I guess it yeah. was on my feet though. So I don't know. Yeah, it didn't come out like and you know, I'm I just said the other competition was rigged. I'm the first to be like the shit was rigged. I didn't I didn't think it was rigged. Okay. Um, okay, so who did you give your MVP for? this episode it's for the week right not for that for the specific week. Or, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. For, the week. for the week so we're saying the week ended off with eviction on thursday mm-hmm. and what happened was jag was evicted 10 to nothing but then the invinced power of invincibility was used on him and it saved him and he got to stay so i gave jag the mvp because he got to stay even though it's 10 to zero i did not know any of this Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I can't believe I haven't seen it on Twitter. Oh my God. I love it's it. Actually a good, I have, there's rarely am I ever fucking surprised by the show. I was shocked that, well, that's what I voted for. And cause I like, I like Jag, but I didn't know that he had won it. He didn't win it. Matt won and saved him. So God. I, so I gave it to Matt for saving Jag. Matt saved him. Yay. Hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's looking like Jag might be the target again this week. Sadly. Yeah. Who, who won H O H? Jared. Ew. Is he not going to get yeah. kicked out? I, I don't think know. so. I don't think so. Um. Yeah. Man, I wonder if this. Do you think Sari doing this show was bad for her, y'all? <laughs> Uh, no. She's okay. Jared's not. Yeah, I know her her child that she's talked about for three seasons on Survivor, and we've all loved Sari and been, you know, such a fan of hers. And through that, like her kids, because she talked so highly of them, and he's just like I said, I'm behind, but I haven't enjoyed him. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a big Jared fan either. Yeah, I don't think anyone, I haven't seen anyone, Christina, say they're a big Jared fan, so I'm not surprised. Um. Okay, so, like I said, I gave my LVP to Cameron. The reason I gave it to Cameron is because his HOA week was basically just, like, taken away from him. Totally agree. That's what I gave for LVP, because he held on to that button for 14 hours for literally nothing. And then I gave Why him honor- I give it on the week of the pressure cooker. That's kind of shitty. I thought wasn't the same it thing, actually, <laughs> but I don't like it, so I was okay with it. I thought the same thing. But I, I know I like the outcome. Don't get me wrong, but I, I'm just shocked. Yep, that they did it the week of such a big comeback competition. I don't know, just my take. Um, and then I give an LVP honorable mention to Jared for not being able to spell the world word golden. Oh my god! Yep. <laughs> so yeah 
So that was my LVP honorable mention. Um, my quote, I, I was actually from the previous week. It was from the previous, like, um, eviction night, but we hadn't talked about that yet. So I just kind of threw it in here. Um, since we're like a little off, we'll be more on going forward, but so I gave it to Hassam for his quote, but I will say I I am a king. (laughs) I loved him. Yeah. I was sad he's evicted, but I think he handled it well. So that was good. Uh, my quote, I had like three different quotes and they're all from the live, live episode. My first one was Jared throwing it back to Big D, not knowing how to vote and saying, I vote to evict. Um, (laughs) Then when Matt called Julie 10, Julia, that killed me. Um, And then it's not really a quote, so we don't have to put this as a quote, but Bowie Jane, when she voted, she started doing all these shout outs and Julie 10 just like cut her off. And then when Julie introed her, she was like, Bowie Jane has been laying low and not doing much. Like, she totally dragged Bowie Jane. I, that, they killed me. Um, Who who said, who called Julie Chen Julia? Matt. Matt, okay. It was just a mistake. He, I think he gets flustered going in there, which I don't blame him because the first time he went in there, he couldn't, like, they didn't speak loud enough for him to hear anything. Mm-hmm. So I think he was nervous. So he just was like, Julia. Hi, Julia. But it was good. And then my honorable mention MVP, which does not get him scored, is Kaser, because I think he did a great job hosting pressure cooker comp. Okay, that's fair. Do you have any last thoughts on this week of Big Brother before um, we move on to Temptation Island finale? Yeah, I watched the feed last night. And it, they're also cracked out. They're like targeting America. Then they just said they're going to be targeting red then they decide they're going to be targeting jag again so now i think they're all back on like jag's gotta go so not loving that hopefully he stays but we will definitely talk about it next week who do you want to go this week i wanted uh red or cameron to go but I don't know. Doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Yeah. I, I've i seen some stuff on Twitter about, because um, I haven't really been watching live feeds. I've just been kind of keeping up on Twitter a little. Um, but I saw on Twitter, like, people feeling bad for Red because it's his birthday. Oh, yeah. He did this, uh, he, another sob story of every year on my birthday, something bad happens. So now they're, like, feeling bad for him. Mm-hmm. Although Miss Felicia cracked me up because she goes, it's not our fault that you've had 35 bad birthdays. (laughs) She cracks me up. She didn't say it to his face, but it cracked me up. Hopefully they put it in in the episode so we can give it a quote. Yeah. All right. So moving on to uh, predictable yet messy Temptation Island finale. Let's just like go through the couples and say our thoughts on each couple. So our first couple is Chris and Marcella. They ended very amicably. As far as this couple goes, not moving on, or I guess we can mix them. Yeah, we can move it on. First th- first thoughts on this couple, how they left, who they left with, and then we can also dive into um, 
the mess that was the reunion. So Mar Marisol, Marisol left alone, right? Yeah, Marisol left alone. Chris left with Alexis. I, I think listen. No, go. go. I'm I'm so I'm so skeeved out by the reunion. I can't even give a regular thought. So I don't know. Um, I'm here's my surprised that none of these couples needed to leave together. No, and I okay. So Maricela, I was surprised she didn't let leave with Christian though. I thought she was going to for sure. I liked I it that too. she didn't. She's like, I just want to do me. Yeah, it was an excuse me. I like that. I was if I had to guess if I if if I were to know like okay one of these person people leave with somebody and one of them leaves alone I would have guessed the other way though I would have thought that Marisol left with Christian and that Chris left alone but shows what I know. Now give me your reunion thoughts on this couple. What I'm sorry, which one? Chris and Marisela. Alexis? Yeah. Or Alexis. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So we basically Chris all agree. Yeah. So we all I was gonna say dirty. That's my thought. Dirty, dirty, dirty. He did her so dirty. Um, asking if it was like if she was sure if it was his kid on that stage was so uncalled for. Like especially knowing that she wasn't with anybody else during filming obviously if the like timeline match up she like conceived during filming so um yeah i i thought that that was really really crappy of him for sure i'm not not a chris fan i'm really not a fan did, of these guys did either of you guys watch alexis's youtube video i watched her youtube video no i didn't still so she wanted to do a video talking about her experience getting an abortion. So she lives in Texas. So oh, is that what happened? I'm so glad you're sharing this. I couldn't tell if she That's missed what I thought. But but no, it's not. It, it's maybe it's not. So she, 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 I, she had the positive pregnancy test. She knew she didn't want to have a kid with Chris. She knew she wasn't, she didn't have money for rent. Her co car got re repossessed. She had no money, right? Chris wasn't going to support her. She didn't want her to, him to be the father of her kids. So she decided, I got, I don't want to have this kid. So her family didn't support her. So she was kind of on her own. Chris didn't support anything she's doing, right? So she was kind of on her own. She couldn't even do it in Texas. So she had to come out to LA. She went to LA. She went to the doctor to get the procedure done and they tell her do you want to see the ultrasound picture and she goes no I don't. she was already feeling horrible about herself right so she said no I don't want to see the ultrasound picture and the doctor goes I want to tell you something I think it's going to make you feel a little bit better and she was like okay and the doctor told her that the baby had stopped growing at five weeks and it wasn't even a viable pregnancy so they did the uh procedure to um it's called dnc procedure to take out like all the tissue and everything but the baby wasn't even alive when it happened wow wow, yeah. wow. Okay, okay let me just add though here and you know let me I gotta throw in my little political stuff but now here in texas 
she wouldn't have been able to have that procedure. Nope. And she would have had her. Yeah. Yeah. And possibly killed her. Yes. Sick, sick. Fucking Abbott. Um, This is a reality, sorry, podcast. Bless her heart. Yeah. So I wondered during the reunion, there were two different times. There was like one time that she said at the very beginning that she said um, that she was no longer pregnant, not that she lost the baby. And then there was another time when they were all in like the hot seat or whatever. And um, she said, um, it doesn't matter how you lose a baby, it's still a loss. So I thought that um, she, it might have been that she, the wording that she said made me think that that um, she had an abortion. But it's, it's interesting to know that it was already not alive for weeks. And also... Okay, I guess you guys don't follow Bachelor like this, so you wouldn't know, but Jade Tolbert, um, who's married to Tanner Tolbert, they're from season two of Bachelor in Paradise, still together. Um, She recently went through something similar, too, where um, the baby died in her, and she tried for, like, weeks to, like, have it go naturally, Um, but then just, like, a couple days ago, she had to go in and, and... have it removed because it wasn't dropping naturally but there was like weeks she was like giving updates and stuff that it was still like in her body and she like waited as long as possible um because she wanted to wanted it to pass naturally but it didn't do it uh where do they live did she have to go out of state and get this done or did she was she they able live to... in california okay okay yeah interesting but also, that's a really good point that you brought up too, Abby. That they, she wouldn't have been able to do that um, in a lot of states now, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's sad. The girl said she had no one supporting her. Now she can't even like be in the comfort of her own home. She's got to go to another state to do all this and get recover and everything. I thought it was really- she probably didn't even have money to go to another state. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. I don't know. I feel I feel bad for her, but you know, I think I think it was probably good the doctor told her that and she knew like, you know what, even if I wanted this to happen, it wasn't going to happen. So Yeah, I gave her some peace of mind, I'm sure. But sure. it sounded like she was like conflicted, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but, you know, there's that preconceived notion that, like, anyone who has an abortion doesn't care about, you know, about it. No, and it can mess you up, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Just, like, yeah. losing a baby can mess you up naturally, you know? I mean, I'm sure, I mean, I can't believe it. I mean, how emotional that could be. Well, and also, it's, like, not always... There are like different reasons, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's no real easy way to transition from that. So we're just gonna move on to Rob and Vanessa. They stayed together, they were together for a couple days, about three days, they said about 72 hours before they had this huge fight. Um, because Rob wanted to reach out to Des and um 
she didn't like that. What are what are your feelings on on Rob and Vanessa? Obviously, they shouldn't have gotten back together, right? But Michelle called it. Oh, I knew as soon as he said, "Oh, there's a ten percent chance." I'm like, he's they're getting back together, but they didn't need to be together. It's a blessing for her. I I actually I know she's like very over the top, but I ended up really liking her. She's a good um reality TV personality. Yeah, and I think she's very she's just a very direct person. She has problems saying what she wants. And I you know, maybe she's a little over the top with it, but it didn't bother me. She gives like old school vibes kind of. Like yeah. TV vibes. Yeah. Listen, um, I actually really liked her on the reunion. Yeah. I did too. And I liked how she like talked to Des and how she was like calm and like presented herself. And like, if she would have known that they slept together, like, Hey, they wouldn't have been together, but she also would have understand why Rob needed to, you know, like reach out to Des or whatever. Have the closure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about the, I think that with as close as Rob and Des were the whole time, even if they didn't sleep together, I could see him wanting closure. Because there was, like, like a 90% chance he was leaving with Des at one point. Yeah, but I think the problem was Vanessa was never told how close he got with her. And that's why she was confused of why did they need to talk. You know what I mean? Because she just moved on from Bryce. Mm-hmm. But it was diff- her relationship with Bryce was different than Rob and Des. For sure, a hundred percent. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if like Robin does ended up getting together in the future. I hope for her sake. <laughs> I hope so too. But I do think that she brought out a better side of him for sure. Great in Paris. Man, these two are something else. They leave the island with other people. Great leaves with Nafisa. Paris leaves with Tajik. Um, Great ends up ghosting Nafisa. Tajik ends up ghosting Paris. What a mess. I mean, we knew from the beginning these two were like, I thought these two were going to be the messiest couple. I was She's nuts. I mean, no. he's not, you know, anything special, but... I was I wasn't surprised I wasn't surprised that Tajik ghosted her because he seemed like the type of guy who was just there to be on camera. So that didn't surprise me. What surprised me what surprised me about it was his explanation of, "Oh, well, you know, I didn't have your number. Oh, well, I the phone didn't work." Like it was like, you know, it's like the dog ate my homework. Like just say you didn't want to talk to her, right? What about, okay, so Hall and Caitlin, that was terrible, but I loved Caitlin when she, when, like, um, shoot, what's, what's that girl's name? Michaela was trying to, um, like, fight with her, basically, and Caitlin's like, I'm not doing this, I'm a girl's girl. That was my that favorite was, part. Oh, the quote of the episode for me, too. That was great. That was my favorite part of the whole whole se- series, season, not series, season, honestly. It basically said it all. It was basically like, you're, you're not a factor to me whatsoever. So, like, I'm not engaging with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, I listened to her on Reality Steve. She said that she has run into them a couple times in Charleston. Um, but like nothing, nothing crazy, just like out or whatever, just like saw them across the street type of thing. So, um, she has run into them, but not like nothing dramatic or nothing, nothing major. So that's good. She said that like up until the finales were airing, their family and friends did not believe that it was real. And they thought that they were lying to everybody for reality TV purposes. They like, didn't think that they were actually broken up. So that's, oh my God. Wow. Yeah. I just think, I don't know. I don't know how old she is. God, waste that many years of your life. I say that I was married before. So I guess for that many years, so I could, I guess I could say that. So hopefully she finds her happy ending. Cause I I like her. Do either of you have any? I think I like, I like Michael better for her than Sebastian, but I like them both. Yeah. I did too. I think like for a rebound though, I like Sebastian better because it was like very clear that that's all that it was. So, um, for a rebound, I could, I could totally see why she picked Sebastian. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So any final thoughts on Temptation Island before we move on to claim to fame? Just that I kind of think that this was one of the, I mean, there was horrible people, but more interesting than the last couple seasons mm-hmm. I, and I haven't watched the last couple but I actually like the show and you know guys I sometimes like I can't do these shows but I like this one I'm so glad so you like Temptation Island Big D and F Boy Island so basically all the non-traditional ones yeah but you know I don't like they go on for too many episodes for me like Temptation Island on like whatever it was to episode seven, eight, I'm like, okay, we get it. Like, let's get to the ending. Like it was just too, it was too many episodes, but I did like it. I'm glad that you, I'm glad you liked it. I I think Temptation Island is one of my, one of my favorites. Usually this was a terrible season though, because just because of the men, I thought like, I, I wanted somebody to root for, you know, they were awful. Well, switching gears to a show that I know is one of your favorites, Claim to Fame, um, they brought back all of the the contestants to help in um, figuring out the final final three people, um, and they took part in the very last challenge where they had to dig through like haystacks and find these um, symbols that were clues for people. Uh, yeah, I really liked the challenge. Actually, I thought it was cool, fun to watch, very informative. It was a fun challenge. I really liked it. So Gabriel ends up winning this challenge, which ends up benefiting him like massively. So basically, like I think that that is the key factor to who won this season. I don't know if it was like that last season, but this last challenge like really helped solidify the winner. Winner. I think basically, like as long as you have a good idea of who people are, you if you can win that last challenge, you're gonna win. You know? Yeah, yeah. So he won the last challenge, um, and then the first person that he guesses goes against is um 
Chris, and he guesses right for the first time. Um, Chris has gone up there a lot. He finally figures out that his dad, because of this challenge, because of the lunchbox, um, was Donnie Osmond. Is Chris? Wait, did, did Gabriel guess Chris, or did Monet guess guess Chris? Didn't he make Monet the guesser, and she guessed Chris? Um. Yes, he picks Monet to be the guesser. You're correct. Yeah. And Monet guessed Chris. But you're right. It was because they gave the lunch box clue. They finally figured out who he was. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It was his dad. Mm-hmm. And so our final two are Monet and Gabriel. And there are a few people in the um, house that seem to know who both of them are. Um, but Gabriel won the last challenge. So he's the one that gets to guess. And he guesses that she is related to jb smooth and he's correct so he's the winner i would not have got that right i don't know who jb smooth is so i I don't either told me weeks ago he knew he he told me who it was weeks ago yeah i mean it like i love monet and i'm so glad they cast her but that jb smooth is not the same realm as tom hanks no. You know, not the same realm as Dolly Parton. You know, it's a little bit of a stretch for me. <laughs> Even like so, Nick Cannon, which yeah. was Gabriel's celebrity relative, obviously. Yeah. Which we all knew when we saw the all the babies. How they didn't know that is insane to me. Did, that's what I was going to ask. The final episode, since I haven't watched it yet, did anyone, did nobody not know no. Monet figured it out. Monet, I, yeah. A few others did too. But it was people that had already been like eliminated, not people that were still in the house. When they were st- all still in the house, nobody knew. Which is crazy to me. Besides Monet. Oh, yeah, his clue was the last one though. So Chris and Carson were the only ones who saw it. That's true. Who, who saw all the babies. Now, I want to know. How did Gabriel figure out JB Smoop? Is it because I think Eddie Murphy's daughter figured it out based on yeah. the party? She heard the clue. So Eddie Murphy's daughter, I think her name is Shane. Is it Shane? Shane. Shane figured it out. And Gabriel knew she figured it out, but Shane was not going to tell him. But Shane did tell JR. And then it sounded like JR hinted it at it to Gabriel. Or did Gabriel already know before that? You don't think he That's knew. What I I don't think he knew. I think he was told. I think if the other people weren't there, I don't think he would have known who it was. So then I don't like that aspect of it because I would have liked without their involvement, who would he have guessed, you know? I thought for a little bit that um, that Monet, because I didn't know, I don't know who JB Smoove is, but for a little bit, I thought that she was trying to convince other people that who her relative was, was Gabriel's relative. Because she started talking about um, Kenan Thompson. And I thought for sure that her celebrity relative had to be Kenan Thompson because of the burger, because of like all the things that, all of the reasons that she said were clues for Kenan Thompson. I was like, yeah, no, she's totally trying to direct them 
on to and like make them think that that's Gabriel's relative and like that it wasn't hers but I was wrong but that's totally what I thought was going on yeah she even mentioned like Kel Mitchell right at one point too Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah yep yeah yeah I thought that but this was a good season um it was a good show thanks for having us watch it I I really enjoyed it I know I I love it season one is good Michelle I almost liked it better until like the end here than season two. I, I really started liking season two, but I like at the beginning, I like season one all, almost like so much better. So it's really good. Yeah. I'd like to watch it. I just became a huge fan of this show. And season one had just like Gabriel is such a good character, but season one had such great characters too. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. I, and I really liked a lot of the characters. I, I really liked the people, the season two. So I'm, I'm definitely going to go back and watch season one for sure. Okay, yeah. so last show to talk about, Project Runway. Almost done here. Season, wait, season one, someone gets caught, like, cheating. You gotta watch, you gotta watch oh. season one. <laughs> the, what, okay. cheating in the game or cheating on their significant other? No, like, trying to cheat on the game. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. I'll watch it for sure. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I will, I will watch it for sure. Yeah, especially if you don't know any spoilers or anything, it's perfect. It's so good. It's the one show I really like without getting spoiled. Okay, cool. Um, are we ready to move on? Yeah. Okay. So we just like touch on Project Runway. So this will be pretty pretty brief here. But we had two different challenges. The first one, um, in episode twelve, was like a peacocking challenge where they had to. Um, create a red carpet men's look um, oh, yeah, yeah. attracting mm-hmm. like, the most attention possible. The winner of that challenge got 5k. So in the top we had Rami, Bishmi and Brittany. Rami was the winner. I thought Rami should have gone home. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then Prajay and Laurence were in the bottom and I think Prajay knew as soon as he was in the bottom with Laurence that he was the one that was going to be eliminated. Um and yeah, I was sad. Praje was one of my favorites, so it made me really sad. I really like Praje too a lot. Um, I wish it was Rami that would have left that episode, but um, mm-hmm. I think it would have made the next episode more interesting too if it would have been those mm-hmm. four at like mm-hmm. competing for the final three. But yeah, okay. um, unfortunately, Praje got eliminated. And my favorite look that episode was um, Brittany's. I thought she really, really um, did a good job incorporating the the flashiness, the like what she does with like athletic wear into everything. I thought I thought it was great. I'm like blanking on what Brittany's looked like. Hmm. Who's your best dressed? Uh, I liked Bishme. He's good. He's really, I think yeah. he's following the whole thing. Yeah, I do too. The way they're setting it up with the editing, that's my guess as well for who's going to win. The next, and I didn't think Ron's was that bad. No, I didn't think so either. Wait, now I'm, I'm looking at Ron. This now. was the second time, but this was the second time that she said, like, I was going to do that, but I decided not to. So if, like, if she were to get out, I think that is because she's, like, not 
going that extra mile and they want her to. Yeah. R- Rami's was not good to me. Why did they let, they just thought it was something different, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Oh, and I know what Britney's was. Now it had the big bow and the green pants. I remember now. I love right? the bow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, and they didn't like that one just because they said it looks like something we've already seen on like Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I remember now. Okay. Um, and then so the next challenge was the avant garde challenge. The avant garde challenge is one of my favorite challenges of the season, so I'm really happy that we got to see one this season. Um, that was one of mine too back in the day when I watched. Yes, and then Bishmay won this one too. I. I he's winning for sure. I and his look was so good, like with the with the circle in the back and like the hat and just like incorporating all the different elements and the shoes, like uh the material. I just I thought he did a really good job. I think that the um bodysuit could have been more avant garde, but he did a great job. Wow, you just convinced me that he should have won won that because I was thinking Laurent should have won. But you're right with the hat and everything with the shoes. You're right. I get it. Um, and Rami was finally eliminated. So our final three are Bishmi, Laurent, and Brittany. Which the only person that even I thought could have come close to those three in the end was Praje. So it's it's pretty much what I wanted. So I'm. I'm happy with the final three and I'm excited for the finale. I got to say, I thought Brittany should have gone home for that coat, but overall Rami should have gone home like four or five times at this point that I was fine with. It. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that the coat was good, but it was more streetwear than avant-garde. I, I can see where she's coming from, but like, I literally, I knew as soon as they said avant-garde and when they showed that her, like the flashback to her look the last time and how like not avant-garde it was, I was like, in my, in my head, I was like, she's going to make a big coat. And then she did. I'm like, oh, she's so basic. <laughs> <laughs> I like her, but yeah. I think she's over her head against these two. So we'll see what happens. I, yeah, I agree. But I think, yeah, I think that, I don't think she's going to win. I think it's going to be Bishmi. But maybe, oh, I'm so excited for a Laurent's collection. It's going to be, like, leather, I'm sure. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be so good. I can't wait. It's going to, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good episode. All right. Do either of you have any more final thoughts on anything before we wrap this episode up? This is kind of a long one because we did trivia. Yeah, we we had a lot of shows too, and now we're kind of we'll be down to what just Big Brother and Challenge, and before Survivor starts. Yeah, but then at by the end of September, we'll have five different fantasy leagues going because we'll have uh, it will be towards the end of the challenge, but still for a couple weeks there will be the challenge, Big Brother, Survivor, Golden Bachelor, and Bachelor in Paradise. And I saw did Peter start a fantasy league for Amazing Race? Yeah, there was one last year, too, but we didn't do that. We could. No, no, I'm not saying we could. I don't care if we do or not, but I'm just saying I didn't realize they did that on that site. Yeah. But yep. they did it before. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am so that. sorry. I'm laughing so hard on the inside. We could do that. No, no, I'm not saying we need it. I don't like, I don't, well, I mean, so I really, mm. I don't know about fantasy for that show. I was like, we got five going. Yeah, seriously. Well, that's how I feel. It's like, I mean, well, you do all the work for it, so I don't know how. 
don't yeah. know how you do it. So thanks for doing all the work for it. Thanks. I appreciate that. But I mean, it's, it's fine. It's, it's fun. I like doing it, but I think five is going to be a lot, but <laughs> it'll be okay. Um, the hardest part about it is that most of them air on Thursdays. So it's going to be like Thursday for like the way I'm going to look at it anyway. So like Thursday is just going to have to be show day. I mean, it has to be because it's everything is on Thursdays. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Well, thank you both for joining me today. And thank you everyone for tuning in. We will see you soon.